You are listening to Go Doc Yourself, your weekly documentary book club. Listen in while we two errands dissect our most recent documentary find. Sometimes weird, sometimes mainstream, but always entertaining. Grab a cup of coffee and let's clutch. Hello and welcome to Go Doc Yourself. I am Erin McCart. And I am Erin McCourt. And this week, we're going to talk to you about the Tinder Swindler. What a fucking ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't seen this, it's under Netflix. Or over it. It just really depends. <laughs> or just on it in general. <laughs> or use all. So are those prepositions? <laughs> Anywhere a mouse okay. can go or something. So we're starting off well. Yes, definitely. Directed by Felicity Morris. This one was. Lovely lady, I'm sure. I know. So the main cat that this focuses on is uh, a douchey McGee. His name is Simon. Oh, now I can't say his last name. Leviev. <laughs> no, that's not it. Leviev. Leviev. I'm leaving that in, though. I hope you know that. Oh. Simon no, Leviev, yes. Why not? So Simon Leviev, he's reportedly a billionaire son. At least that's how he's marketing himself on Tinder. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he Mm -hmm. specifically states that he's a billionaire son, but the portrayal of his lifestyle Mm. really leads to that, right? Well, I think, though, he is saying that he is the son of that guy. So, I mean, you sort of make that inference. He's not like he doesn't have to report that to you. You just kind of pick it up from context. Once you meet him, he tells you that, right? And that guy is Lev Mm -hmm. Leviev, who's the owner of LLB Diamonds. Who names their kid Lev when their last name is Leviev? That's like James Jameson. Who does that? I mean, it happens. John Johnson, right? I mean. That's true. People are horrible. They are dumb. That's for damn sure. More interestingly, there are three amazing women Mm -hmm. that are featured in this documentary. The first is Cecilia. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to try to say her last name Mm because it's a lovely, it's not Slavic. Why am I (laughs) have no words today? (laughs) Viking name? Yes. Yes. Just go with Viking. (laughs) No. Oh, uh, she's from Norway. <laughs> she's, she's got amazing braids. Right. There were Vikings in Norway. I'm sure of it. So yes. Yes. So I have Cecilia as a tender expert who loves Disney. That's what my notes say. What she specifically said was she grew up watching Disney. She grew up watching these kind of Disney romances, for lack of a better term, because it's cartoons. And that's the kind of love that she wants. That's the kind mm-hmm. of love she's looking for is the not real love. And even though she knows it's not real, she knows it's not realistic, but she's still searching for it. Well, it's a great sell, right? Like we don't talk about how we look for love and I don't necessarily need to get into it, but I love the fact that this is not the who does the dishes kind of love, like mm-hmm. arguing over where to go to dinner kind of love, the love that you end up with after the Disney part wears off. <laughs> I'm thinking holding my hair if I'm really violently ill or something, bringing me crackers in a bowl to puke in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good stuff. The part where you're like, I'm sorry you had to see me like this. Yeah. So she's been on, at the time of filming, she had been on Tinder for seven years. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. Listen, I've never done the online dating thing, so I don't know. I always thought Tinder was just for hookups, but apparently it's just an overall dating app now. Yeah. I mean, I think they all have a little bit of character, right? So if you want to marry somebody, you're on... Um, Christian Mingle. <laughs> Farmers, Farmers only. Farmers only, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was thinking of... Oh, it's not Match, it's the other one. 
Yeah, plenty of fish, tinder, all of those are supposed to be hookups, but I think mm. it really just depends on what you are after. As a person who was on dating sites for a hot minute, what a gauntlet. <laughs> what, what a treat. I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm sure there were some nice people I just didn't really happen to meet. So many Richard picks. <laughs> so many dick picks. The best yeah. part was I brought those to work for you. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. And in those seven years, Cecilia had 1,024 matches. I'm exhausted yeah. just listing that number. Ugh. Anyway. So, yeah, she's an expert. She's an mm -hmm. expert at Tinder. She has a formula. You have to have a good selfie. You have to have a mm -hmm. picture of you with your friends to show that you're social. A picture mm -hmm. of, like, traveling, if that's what you like to do, or hobbies. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say put knitting on there. That's probably not advisable. But, like, a beach or reading or maybe not reading. Oh, don't put reading on no. there. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be, like, exciting, right? You're supposed to have pictures of exciting things. And <laughs> like who lives that life? Reading on a roller coaster. You're like, woo! <laughs> yeah. Don't. I wouldn't put it past me. I'd pick a book everywhere. Uh I had uh, one of the things on my profile was like, what last book you read? And I, I put whatever it was on there. No one ever asked me about it. Oh, so. I don't give a shit. Oh, of course. Yeah. The fact that they even read your name is impressive. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that really happened. <laughs> hey, Tanya. It's looking good. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. So she finds Simon right out there in the world. Yes. This is going down in Europe as she is from Norway. Living in London. Yes. So she swipes right on Simon. She likes his pics. They are, I'm going to say extravagant. He's on a yacht. Mm -hmm. He's in a fancy pants car. You know, whatever. Like, he's all about the labels. So there's a lot of that going on. But anyway, he's got the what she's looking for, right? He's, mm -hmm. I don't know, looks employed. <laughs> so <laughs> at least he's got funding of some sort, right? Whether or not he's working is a whole different story. Yes. So they meet at a fancy hotel. They're going to have a quick coffee because he's going out of town and he wants to meet her mm -hmm. super quick. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Super quick and then we're done. Right. Veet, veet. Let's meet for that coffee. <laughs> she does her due diligence, right? She checks him out on mm -hmm. Instagram. She checks him out on Google. When you Googled him, then he would come up as being related to the Leviath family of the diamond, I was going to say industry. But Moguls. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so that all checks out. She did what she was supposed to do to be safe. Right. So she's linking back to make sure that, mm -hmm. you know, this isn't just some kind of sham profile. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she feels confident that she can meet this guy in a public place. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a great plan. Mm -hmm. When he shows up, he walks out of an elevator and she's like, hot ah, damn, he's the real deal. He looks like his pictures, which doesn't really say much for the rest of her a thousand matches. But nonetheless, I'm guessing about 20% look like their pictures. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they sit in the hotel lobby and they um, have their coffee. And mm -hmm. she definitely mentions that he's really all about his job first thing, like that he's into the diamond market and blah, blah, blah. I wrote barf behind that because in the correct context, I think that that could be a red flag. Like if, if this guy has nothing else to talk and like mm -hmm. he's dominating the conversation, he's like, oh, I have this money and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ew, no. But again, his context, it could be a a fine icebreaker mm -hmm. or a, you know, getting to know you conversation just depends on how they put it out there. Yeah. Because I think what you do for work, people make that part of their identity, right? So that's a lot mm -hmm. of what you do in your life is work. So it tends to be what people talk about the most. Mm -hmm. I will say that I believe Cecilia and also the other women did discuss how much he listened to them 
And so he was really good at making you feel special and making you feel important and not just talking mm-hmm. about himself all the time, which is good, right? So I think in yeah, this context, great. it was probably okay. It just seems mm-hmm. excessive. I would think if I were really that wealthy, I wouldn't want fucking anyone to know because people be hitting you up for money all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why he has a bodyguard to keep all the uh, riffraff, the commoners off of him or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she said conversation got fairly intimate, fairly mm-hmm. quick. He told her he has a two-year-old daughter. He's no longer with the mother. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like most men probably don't say that on first date, but then again, you probably should tell someone something that important. Having kids is a big deal, right? So. I mean, it's the uh, difference between sophisticates in Europe and, you know, the dregs around here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. But he's going to Bulgaria the next day, right? Mm-hmm. And they really hit it off at this coffee. So he's like, why don't you hop on the plane and come with us? Mm-hmm. You know, private jet, go pack, come to Bulgaria. Right. So he sends his car, yes. takes her to her joint. She throws a quick bag together. And then, yeah, they um, they jet off to Bulgaria. With an entourage, which includes the daughter and the baby mama. <laughs> That's red flag number 10 already. How awkward. Mm-mm. How awkward. Like, first date, there's 50 people around you. Mm-hmm. That's probably a little bit generous. It's probably like six people around yeah. you. But like, I don't know what. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like sit around and pass the little ball and tell an uh, interesting fact about yourself first? I hope that you have like, somebody's got the feeling stick and you like pass that around. <laughs> and that's, that's how you know that it's your turn to talk. Yeah. So. Oh my God. She's young. It seems like a dream. And so I don't know that I wouldn't have done the same thing at that age, especially. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're unencumbered, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be anywhere. And it's really romantic. I mean, Mm -hmm. who among us wouldn't consider like, oh, I'm going to jet off with this roguish guy over here. I mean, I wouldn't now, but my 20s. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, they hop on their private plane. They go to Sofia, Bulgaria. She rides in the car with the kid and the baby mama, Mm -hmm. who spends the entire ride praising Simon and how good of a father he is, and that he takes care of them even though they're not together. Mm-hmm. And that just, God, what an awkward car ride that must have been. I mean, we're not going to spoil anything. We say, like, it was all big put on, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the title, right? <laughs> oh, I know what I'm like. We're building up here. <laughs> we're telling a story. But this is all designed to get her defenses down. Mm-hmm. She lets her guard down. She starts to kind of relax into this whole thing. It's so legit. I mean, we're still friends and he takes care of us Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, this is all by design. Yeah. And it works. I mean, they sleep together that first night. Mm -hmm. No judgment. Absolutely. They have a very intimate time. I mean, opening up, talking about one another, I guess. He talks about he has some scars on his back and he got him in prison in South Africa, but he was innocent. Of course. Don't you fret. He was innocent. Yeah. Do you think she dabs his tears away with rose petals or something like that? (laughs) I hope she kept the thorns on. (laughs) Here is a red flag on her part. Mm. She said he was being so vulnerable. The type of person you want to save. Oh, ladies. Ladies, no. Mm. Yeah, you don't need that. Mm -mm. Let's not. Let's save ourselves first, shall we? My red flag is that he's like, hey, you know what? Tonight's been cool and stuff. I'm real, real busy because I'm a big dime diamond mogul. Why don't you just head on home? After one night, yeah. It's been real. Here's mm-hmm. a bagel. Check you why later. Why don't you just head back on home and um, I'll check you later. 
do you think maybe like, was it A-Rod that they said used to give these amazing swag bags on oh, the way out? it was, um, <laughs> shit, I do know who, what, I, Cal Ripken? Was it, I don't, it was some famous baseball player, right? Hold on, I will go to the Googs. <laughs> that just blew my mind. I mean, yeah, like a standard, it was a standard. Yeah. Um, swag bag. <laughs> I want to say walk of shame basket or whatever. What do you search? Famous. One night stand One gift night bags. stand baskets. <laughs> it's going to come up with something to shop for. All right, here we go. Derek Jeter. Jeter, oh, that's who it was. That's Ooh. who. I'm sorry yeah. to A-Rod and Cal Ripken. Hold on. So when the girls went home in the morning for the Jeter story, uh, waiting in the car for them, because, you know, he had him driven around, was yep. a gift basket containing signed Jeter memorabilia, usually a signed baseball. That they can immediately put on eBay. What the fuck? Gee, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for the ball and the ball. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he sends her on her merry way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't end there, Aaron. It no. really doesn't. No, no it doesn't. there's love bombing like you would not fucking believe after this. Oh, I know. There's flowers. There's constant texts and voice memos and videos and I don't know stuff of stalker proportion but yes. she loves it yeah yeah if she gave her address to him so he could send flowers and it was this i mean the bouquet was the size of my bedroom essentially right but no don't give him your address you just met him you just met him sorry i'm just ladies that's please, okay please be a little more careful with your with your stuff and things so full disclosure aaron and i are big fans of true crime <laughs> Join it to our next podcast, which is how not to get murdered on dates. Right. Uh, oh, my God. Well, and her friends, when she went to go you know, tell him she was flying to Bulgaria, they're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? And right. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. So it's not just us. Yeah. So even though he traveled all over the world for business, like mm-hmm. she didn't see him very often. He did geotag her. Is that what it's called? I'm so old. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, he made sure that she knew where he was all the time. So he looked super busy. But Mm -hmm. when she went back to Oslo to see her family, she made a comment about, hey, I'd really like, would really like to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. And Mm -hmm. he made time to fly there in the middle of the night and go see her. Like, super special. Mm -hmm. And she was romanced by this. She thought Mm -hmm. this was the titties, right? But this is when he tells her about how dangerous his job is. Yeah, it ain't easy. He's got enemies, Aaron. I know, dude. I mean... The money comes at a price, right? His life in constant jeopardy. Yeah. So, of course, she's she's afraid for him. So, when she's back in London, she hadn't seen him for a while. So, she decides to check the Tinder. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he has a profile on there still with different pictures. So, clearly, it's been updated since they met. Right. So, she kind of has some, some doubts about this. So, she confronts him and she's like, or just ask him about it. Maybe confront a little too harsh of a word. But mm-hmm. she's like what gives and he's like oh don't even worry about that it's cool cutie sugar pudding pie it's cool mama it's fine yeah (laughs) so kind of quells her fears right says he's deleted it yeah Yeah. i love you schmoopy bear how about let's move in together Mm -hmm. it's been four weeks let's move in together right right so he gives her a budget of fifteen thousand a month which is you know what my budget is yeah, mine too. Super obs, oh. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, she starts looking for a a flat for them, a place for them to uh, cohabituate, habit, habitate. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
to live together. Yeah. <laughs> Cohabitate? Yes. There okay. So, at the same time she's looking for an apartment, mm-hmm. we meet Pernilla. She's also a Viking. Bye, boy. Yeah. Well, she's Swedish, right? Maybe she's is she a chef. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so she she's in Stockholm, and she also swipes right on Simon Levia. Mm-hmm. And once they matched, he asks her. He's like, "Well, I've actually already left Stockholm. Mm-hmm. I'm in Amsterdam, is where I live. Why don't you come meet me in Amsterdam for some coffee?" Okay, seems like a little far to go for coffee but anyway well how good is this coffee that's true i mean i'm pretty far for good coffee (laughs) but so he's like why don't you send me your passport info and i'll buy you a ticket to come see me Mm -hmm. and she was like super sweet and she immediately sent her passport information and he bought her ticket again people please don't just give your passport information out to people that's not safe that's not cool i know oh Yeah, she's like, well, that was really nice. I mean, that was really nice of him to yeah. do. So they meet mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. First mm-hmm. thing she thinks, he's a little short. Yeah. And that's why I love her. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. if also she would have thrown in, he wears his clothes a size too tight, then I think we would have been on the same level. So. Yeah. Yep. He's a little bit too short. But they have a great conversation. Mm-hmm. He asks a lot of questions. And he really wanted to hear about her, which she's like is really rare. Right? I agree. (laughs) That's terrible. Well, most men just want to talk about themselves. But they go to a diamond museum and he knew everything. So that's that's good. That feeds into the whole I work in the diamond business. Right. He's done his research. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny that the whining and dining just starts immediately. I guess that's not unheard of, though. Because when you're dating somebody, your first date, that's the best you've got to offer, right? Like you're bringing bringing it. Mm -hmm. It's all downhill from there. (laughs) Right. He makes a move to kiss her mm-hmm. and nah. she's like, no. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, that's right. Which I think is funny because in the end he was probably like, fuck. Right. Yeah. It didn't work. Right. Right. My schmoozing was yeah. not effective here. Yeah. Yeah. He played it off well. They mm-hmm. both decided they would be better off just as friends. Again, that's rare. Yeah. They would talk and text and she, you know, talked about how she missed him. They seem to become really good friends really fast. So this is the second confirmation of that. This guy is really good on the one-on-one, right? Like he's, I think, really hyper-focused on you. And that is an attractive thing if that has ever happened Mm -hmm. to you or, you know, if never has. I mean, I think that that would really be a wooing type situation. So I think he's very good at his craft. Oh, yeah. He said years to hunt. Yeah. So, I mean, she said she was having a bad day one day. Mm -hmm. So he just flew in to have coffee with her to make her feel better. And I was like, damn, okay, that would get even me, right? Right. I was like, god damn, how good is this coffee? Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So we have Pernilla in Stockholm. Mm -hmm. Just texting, being friends, being cool. Mm -hmm. And we have Cecilia in London looking for apartments. Yes. Same time. Mm -hmm. One night in the middle of the night. Cecilia gets a text and it says, Peter's hurt. He sends a picture of his bodyguard who is like five times a normal human size. Right. And he's got like cuts on his head. He's bloody. He's in an ambulance. Simon's shirt's all bloody. Yeah. And of course, Cecilia's terrified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is all designed to scare her and put like kind of a time sensitive situation, like an urgent. It's urgent. Mm -hmm. You know, my enemies are coming. It's all falling down around my ears. I don't know what to do. Like all this kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I wrote my notes. Fuckery starts with the scary pics of attack. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, bloody Peter pictures <laughs> are what, what it, does it every time. That's right. <laughs> Nothing more terrifying than a bloody Peter. <laughs> I think most men would agree with you on that, actually. <laughs> yes, universally accepted. So what is the angle here? He says that he can't use his credit cards, right? Are they frozen at this point? Or he doesn't want to be tracked? Yeah, he doesn't want to okay. be traced. Yeah. He can't use his cards because mm-hmm. they'll trace him with his purchases. Mm-hmm. Could she get a card in right. her name that he could use? Mm-hmm. And so she does. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I think she's terrified for his safety, which this is designed to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she gets like American Express Platinum card. Is that what it is? Some kind of something. Mm-hmm. So she is funding his travel because, of course, he can't be, you know, it's just too dangerous for him out there in the world. Right. On his own dime with his own stuff. Well, and he still has work to do and he has to make sure he stays away from his enemies and mm. hidden and, mm. you know. And not just him, but his entire entourage. Right. They're all well. they're all in danger. Mm-hmm. So not only is he working her credit cards, he also has her take out. Well, he asked her for some untraceable cash. And I'm like, isn't that the isn't that how cash works? I mean, yeah. So she goes to the interwebs and she finds basically payday loans, like quick loans. Mm-hmm. And she takes out $25,000. So she flies to Amsterdam where he is located. He's like, come and meet me. And she gives him the money. She had to fly with $25,000 yeah. cash. Terrifying. I don't even like traveling with like a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she talks about the stress of, of trying to, um, you know, make sure she gets where she needs to go with that money. And then she gives it to him. So then he... He jaunts off to Stockholm. Yeah, he's like, sweet, thanks. This is just <laughs> yeah. what I need to leave. Hey, babe. Thanks, babe. Mm-hmm. Off to Stockholm, babe. Yeah. Yeah. But he can't know, right? He's there. She gives him the money. And Peter calls and says, they found you. You have to leave immediately. Oh, yes. We're ready at yes. the airport. We can't tell you where you're going. Right. Again, with the fear, mm-hmm. the fear mongering, if you will, playing that up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he can split. She's not asking any questions at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he ditches her. He goes to Stockholm. Which happens to be where? Pernilla is. Pernilla lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So she gets a surprise message like, hey, I'm in town. Mm-hmm. Let's go out and party. Right. And so she meets him at this club to which he's surrounded by tons of people. He's essentially footing the whole bill for this party for everybody. Right. Tons of cash she's spending. She's like, he's paying for everything in cash. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is Cecilia's cash. This is really when I start to get very, very angry. Yeah, I will tell you, I've not Ugh. watched a documentary or really a show in some time and been so tense the whole time. I was like, by the end of this thing, I was shaking with <laughs> rage. Um, so angry. Yeah, because it's just, you're exploiting people's feelings for you. It's just really gross. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, she didn't hang out there because she's like, it's really not my scene. Mm-hmm. I was there for like 10, 15 minutes, called him or sent him a message the next mm-hmm. day to see if he wanted to get together. But he was already gone. He was already in Spain. Yeah. Can't can't stick around. Right. Yeah. All the while he's traveling, living mm-hmm. this life. Cecilia keeps getting texts from him, messages from him, calls from him. The credit card's not working. He hits his right. limit. You need to raise it. You need to call them. And so she's mm-hmm. not making these purchases. And when you call a credit card company, they make you, re- you know, yeah, confirm. talk about, yes, all mm-hmm. these purchases yeah. and that. So she's yep. trying to get a hold of him. 
to confirm these while she's on the phone. It's just very stressful. She's trying to get credit increases. And this is every couple of days that he's yes. hitting her up again. Like, oh, it's just not enough. I've, you know, I've gone through this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how she must have felt. I mean, this is somebody that you love. This is somebody that you're going to move in with. Again, not in my world. At least I don't think so. But it would be horrifying. Still, we're still under two months at this point, right? It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So eventually she gets to the point where I think she's getting some static from the credit card company. They're not going to increase her limits anymore because they've, of course, based a lot of this on her income and all that kind of stuff. Right. So he says, cool, what I'm going to do now is I'll show that you're an employee of my company. So, you know, this is sort of not correct. It's a big lie. But he makes pay stubs so she can show the credit card company her pay stubs showing that she makes like I mean, a pretty good uh, like ninety four grand a week or whatever it was. Oh, don't be dramatic, Erin. It was ninety four thousand a month. Come on now. Oh, there's no need to I'm embellish. So, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but I mean, she has these legit looking pay stubs, and it works. So they increase her limits again mm-hmm. and again. So she's, mm-hmm. for those of you who like math, getting further in the hole. Yeah, just digging and digging. He sends a message to her that looks like he's done a bank yep. transfer of like $250,000, mm-hmm. which it's not really that big of a surprise if that wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. Didn't hit the bank mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. No. So while she's dealing with this, he goes to Greece to meet mm-hmm. Pernilla. Pernilla's in Greece. She's in Mykonos. She's parting it up. Yep. And she's talking to Simon. She's like, hey, why don't you bring your new girlfriend, mm-hmm. Polina, Polina, Russian yeah. model, bring her to Kamimi and come party it up in mm-hmm. Mykonos. And he's like, hells yeah. So they go and she meets her. She's like, Polina was a mm-hmm. lovely girl. They seem to be very in love. They were in a room that was $5,000 a night. Yeah. He ups the wow factor on the accommodations, right? So this is, this is top drawer everywhere you go. You're always drinking the best booze you're drinking or you're driving the best cars. You're eating the best food. You're flying first class on a private jet, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all these people think that they've hit the jackpot. Our friend is super, super generous. You right. know what I mean? However, you know, you kind of kind of flip back to poor Cecilia, who is, I would imagine, going through one of the worst times of your life. Ugh. Right. She is. I mean, he's telling her that he's paying for his whole team to travel. It's like he's going through like $20,000 in a couple yeah. of days. And even with all that, and she's doing that and she's giving him money and supporting him. She goes to Oslo see your family she wants him to come visit come meet my mm-hmm. family and he's like the security right, says right. i couldn't go now it's not mm-hmm. safe or it could be because you're in fucking greece with well i mean Polina. it's the classic blow off right it's just mm-hmm. you know like oh i'd love to join you but yeah. so can't do that they do end up meeting up in amsterdam right because she's like listen bro I'm going to have to get some money. I'm starting to freak out. I've got creditors mm-hmm. calling me, hounding me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, you can come to Amsterdam yeah. or whatever, I guess. She's like 250 grand yeah, in debt. Yeah, she's point. really yeah. committed to this. So she does meet him, but she can tell immediately that things have cooled off. You know, mm-hmm. they still go to dinner and they still, you know, they stay together. But she said it's just, it's just way different. And she just, it's almost mm-hmm. like he's cold, like he's a whole different person. So... You know, he gives her a check. It's already made out. It's for twice as much as he mm-hmm. owes her. And so she's like, great. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, takes her funds to the bank, but it never really comes through. So she's kind of waiting. She's checking her accounts. I think she probably had some momentary relief, but it never really, you know, kind of comes to fruition. 
And eventually mm-hmm. the bank says that they won't cash the check. They don't really tell her why, which right. we thought was interesting. But she's like, well, shit. And he's not really coming forth with anything else. He's like, I don't know what else you want from me. I've paid you, yada, yada. Right. I gave you the check. I did my part. Yes. I'm done. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she decides she's going to call American Express, which is one of the creditors that she mentions by name. And she calls him over and she says, I was terrified. I wasn't sure if they would take me away in handcuffs. I wasn't really sure where this was going from this point. Right. Well, because she tells him the story over the phone yeah. and tells mm-hmm. him everything and admits to the fact that this credit card was in her name, but she gave it to someone else to use and he stole from her. And then they said, well, we're going to come by and sure. talk to you. And that's, that can't be common, right? That would freak me out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of implications there, right? If it's so bad that they have to come to mm-hmm. your pad to, you know, talk to you about some things. Mm-hmm. Then really what happens is they want to see a picture of this, of this jackal. So um, she shows him mm-hmm. and they have, you know, a moment of recognition. They know who he is. They want to know what name mm-hmm. he's going by. So she tells them, mm-hmm. of, you know, that she knows him of Simon Levive. And <laughs> yeah. Levive, yeah. So she's just shocked and stunned and, you know, kind of starts to get the story that this is not new. He's been doing this and he's a fraudster. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's, she's got a yeah. lot of emotions because obviously she knew something was going on because he, he wasn't holding up his end of the bargain. But at the same time, I mean, she's still got some feelings for this guy. I mean, this happened really rapidly. You know, it's not like she's had a ton of time to cool off. Mm-hmm. So then she kind of decides that she needs to go home be with her family while right. they're figuring stuff out while she's, you know, kind of in a, I would think you would be in some kind of emotional crisis. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she goes home, she decides that she's had enough of him and she blocks him mm-hmm. now because he's met her family and been to her home with her folks and stuff like that. He knows where she's at. He's calling and he's starting to threaten her at her mom's house. And I found this part really interesting because, you know, he's already gotten, I assume what he wants out of her and she's sort of starting to put on the brakes and, you know, be a little mm-hmm. bit resistant or mostly resistant. Why threaten her? What do you think about that? I agree. I think it would be easier to, to let yeah. it go and not put so much effort yeah. into threatening because it's, it's a lot of calls. It's a lot of threats. You, you'll regret this. But again, those threats keep a lot of people yeah. silent, right? It's yeah. terrifying to hear, you know, even though he's a fraudster, or whatever, he's clearly got a lot of money coming mm-hmm. in from how many different people. So he could do something horrible. I mean, there's still those bloody Peter pictures out there. So <laughs> you don't know how those came I about. Too, at this point, you don't know where the lies stop, right? So you, they're probably, right. a, you know, are there really enemies? Am I a target of this? You know, so you, you probably have mm-hmm. a lot of that going on too. Right. So anyway, you know, while she's trying to deal with all this, she is very forthcoming that she contemplated committing suicide mm-hmm. kind of by driving her car into an oncoming truck because she was like, look, it'd be over. You know, I'd get some relief. Right. She does not. She's still getting hounded by all these creditors, yeah. right? I mean, American Express she's dealt with, but there are still like nine, ten others that are calling, emailing every day. Yeah. If you've ever been in this situation where yep. you're behind or something happened, it is... I'll tell you what, money stress is the worst stress I've ever dealt with. Mm -hmm. I've never had serious health stress, so I can imagine that that would be bad also, but it is really difficult. So, you know, she's, I think she's very brave to say, look, I didn't feel well. I was scared for myself. Mm -hmm. So she checks herself into a facility, you know, kind of a psychiatric care facility to try Mm -hmm. to get, get some assistance for, for some of the ways she's feeling. So I really commend her for that. 
thank God she's in Europe where they care about people. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Okay. Thank you, Norway, and your universal health care. Right. Yeah. Um, so good on them. Otherwise, she'd be further in debt, so it's not even an yes. option. So while she's in the facility kind of recuperating, she's thinking a lot about, I mean, I can imagine the r- ruminating you're doing, like the what ifs and the, all of that. Was everybody in the entourage lying to her? Was Peter lying to her, the bodyguard? What was up mm-hmm. with that baby mama? Yeah, right? that one's the one that gets I know. me, man. I know. You know, were they all in on it? So then she says, mm-hmm. you know, I know you guys, American Express, I know you guys know who he is. Could I get some more information? Mm-hmm. So they sent her a link to a an article that talks about a an Israeli man that was convicted of defrauding some women, some Finnish women. His name is Shimon Hayut. Shimon Hayut. So she kind of starts to formulate a plan, right? I mean, she wants to keep this from happening from other people or to other people. So then she kind of decides she's going to go to one of the biggest papers in Norway. It's VG. That's, That's really all we get. So she wants to help to try to determine if Shimon Hayut and Simon Laviv, fuck. Laviv. You just talk now. Okay. You just <laughs> okay. talk now. I've had enough. I'm going to have some coffee. <laughs> I'm done with this. Right. <laughs> Simon Laviv. If they're the same person. I think I've said it different every fucking time. <laughs> he probably appreciates that, actually. And so we meet Natalie Hansen. There's a name in the middle. Ramo, maybe. Mm-hmm. Christopher Kumar and Erland Oft Arnsen. <laughs> There are too many consonants together in that middle part that right. just messes mm-hmm. me up. But they're video journalists, investigative. See? Words are hard, dude. Catching. It's yeah. catching. He's an investigative journalist. <laughs> Lord. So they talk to Cecilia, but they're like, we need more documentation. Mm-hmm. Documentation or it didn't happen. Right. right. Yeah. So she sends. All the WhatsApp conversations with Simon, mm-hmm. almost 400 pages of texts, all the videos. Yeah. I think if I put all of my text messages I've ever sent since I had a phone where you had to type the number in like three times to get the letter you wanted, I don't think I'd have 400 <laughs> pages. That's so many. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too, she was talking about, I mean, this is some really intimate stuff, right? This is the yep. shit you send to your your boyfriend. Your lover. (laughs) Your gentleman caller. Right. There were pictures of her like in the bed with the sheets around her and like cute stuff Mm -hmm. and whatever. I mean, there might have been spicier things, but we didn't see that. But I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. imagine the level of like, yep, here's all my shit. Here's all of it. That gets my anxiety going. Like I'm like, (sighs) so. Right. But the fact that she kept it all, I'm very much a delete everything. New phone, who dis? You're done. (laughs) Right. If I block you, I delete everything. Right. Right. So she still had it and mm-hmm. she gave it all to them. You know, when it shows that he started asking for money mm-hmm. within one month, yeah. one month. Yeah. Oh, I've been with John for 15 years. And if he asked me for thousands of dollars, I'd laugh and walk away. <laughs> I'd assume he was joking. He knows better than that. Right. Mm-hmm. But Simon has established this, you know, identity of having money and being wealthy there's no Mm -hmm. question that he could repay you right you're not borrowing from some guy who's driving a yugo so right she really doesn't have any reason to doubt i mean they flew Mm -hmm. everywhere i mean like it's a really good con Mm -hmm. i can't imagine i would think most people would be like i mean it it would take a seasoned person in my opinion to not fall for this right oh yeah. yeah yeah so 
So the reporters get the names of the Finnish women that he conned. Mm -hmm. They asked Cecilia if if she recognized any of the names. Nope, she Mm -hmm. didn't. But after she looked them up on the Googles, Mm -hmm. there is one that she does recognize. Yep. Familiar face pops up out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. And who would that be, Erin? That would be the baby mama. Which I think is such an interesting angle. So (sighs) the baby mama is too, I mean really plays two roles here. Mm-hmm. At one point was on record as being a con victim. Yep. And we don't know if she was actually a, was the mother of the child that was, he was claiming it was his. We don't know if it was actually his kid. Right. Yeah. So then she also was in the entourage and may have been part of the con to Cecilia. Like, so they're yeah. in the car. She's like, oh, Simon is the bestest. So it almost seems like she's been turned if you will. Right. To the dark side. Well, there there's cookies. So the trial for Simon in Finland was in 2016 and he was put in jail for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. But now we're in 2019 and she's in theory has a two-year-old daughter is traveling around with Simon and telling other women what an amazing father he is. Right. That's a huge leap. Now, was it because that child really was his and to get him to take care of this child, this is the part she had to play? I mean, I guess in my heart, I want to believe it's something like that because it's a little bit more palatable. That she felt like she had no other option, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you played that fear card and you've of got course. a kid, yeah, that makes it even yep. worse, right? Yep. I mean, like I said, they don't explore it. This is all or just, we're just kind of spiraling yeah. <laughs> with a yeah. couple half, half thought out ideas <laughs> as we tend to do. Yeah. Yeah, so you can kind of see the full circle of how this con works. He woos you, you love each other, maybe you're going to live together, and then he drops the bloody Peter pictures on you, which would terrify any one of us. Every time. Yeah, so um, (laughs) please give me all of your money, and and then he Mm -hmm. kind of threatens you and or whatever, and you're kind of left to your own devices at that point. So then let's go back to the Pernilla timeline. Right. So this is uh, about the time that he's starting to pull this shit with Pernilla, too. Mm-hmm. So they've been friends. They were jet setting around Europe for a while. Mm-hmm. She was hanging out with him and Paulina. They went to several European countries. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I assume it's like traveling through the States, just with different languages and better food. <laughs> yeah. So he then sends her news articles about his family, they're in trouble mm-hmm. with the police and the government. There are all these issues, right? Right. So they shut off his credit cards. Mm-hmm. So then he, of course, sends the same exact bloody Peter pictures, his picture with the blood on his shirt and all of that stuff. I mean, it, it's, it's the same exact stuff he did before. Yeah. I mean, he's not even, he's changing nothing. Like it's the same fucking picture. I mean, work smarter, not harder. I get I, it. I mean, you know. Find something that works and stick with it. I mean, there's only so much time in the day. You can't be, I mean, you got a really good bloody Peter shot. You're going to stick with it. Right. We can't stage this more often. It's just not going to happen. So he has to borrow $30,000. Now, again, Mm -hmm. she's been traveling around with him. She's been living, even more so than I would say Cecilia, has Mm -hmm. been living this lavish lifestyle, being Mm -hmm. his friend, and sees no reason why he wouldn't pay her back. Yeah, he, he too comes in with it with this like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't, I'm embarrassed to ask, but you're my mm-hmm. friend. And I was hoping that maybe I could borrow $30,000 from you. Like, I mean, we are good friends, mm. but 
I would not give you $30,000. I know. And it's, it's even another Aaron. There's a better bond there. So I don't know. <laughs> it's, this is like a universal, like what's mine is yours and what's mine is yours. And, <laughs> but not $30,000. No. <laughs> yes. We're not married yet. It's fine. No. In this instance, he sent those articles about his family being in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. But in the other ones, he didn't. And so you had a good comment and we were talking about it another time saying, why didn't he just ask his dad for the right? Money? Why wouldn't someone say, why don't you ask your dad, right? Well, yeah. I Again, we have the beauty of perspective. Hindsight. Yeah. We know what's going on with this. When you're living at real time, it's probably not nearly as obvious, but mm -hmm. my thought a couple of the times was like, why don't you ask your fucking rich ass dad? Like mm -hmm. you don't have, I don't know, connections all over the fucking place. Right. Business partners, something. Diamonds in your pocket and whatnot. So. Yeah. But in this case, he kind of covered that, right? His family's also in trouble. Right. So therefore he couldn't borrow from them either. And maybe it's because they didn't have a romantic relationship. He thought he needed to. Up the ante. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so. I mean, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. She gave it to him. And then um, beyond just the initial 30000 uh, she spent about ten grand in flights for people. Right. Well, he asked for more money. I think he, mm -hmm. he asked for another ten grand, and then, then he was asking for flights or something. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it was just a lot. He kept asking for more and more and more. And then he was supposed to send her money, mm -hmm. and he never did. Right? He did. I mean, he did yeah. later, but it just kept getting pushed off and pushed yes. off. Yes, yes. He texted her a bank receipt. Mm -hmm. for a hundred thousand dollars more than the 40,000 he owes clearly which again I come back to you with anytime somebody tries to I mean I'm all for sweetening the pot right but that is excessive mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah but she's like oh you're so generous thank you so much right. but it never shows up shocked I'm shocked I say mm -hmm. he said he needs to sign papers in person so she had to pay for flights for him <laughs> to get to the bank he asked for more flights. It just is nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so the money never arrives. So finally he's like, well, why don't you come here to me and I'll give you one of my watches, which is worth like $100,000, right? Mm -hmm. I want your fucking watch. I want the money. Yeah. Anybody who's been to a pawn shop knows how well that's going to go down. Right. So he's asking her to pay for all these flights, but then mm -hmm. when she's to come get the watch, he books the flight for her. Swell. So he now has the money mm -hmm. to book the flight, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just give me that fucking money, dude? I don't know. Post that shit in the mail. <sighs> I know. Jesus be a fence. Yep. So she's talking to him. He's She's supposed to fly out to get a watch. Prior to this, the journalists, they're trying to link Simon and Shimon, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they get an Israeli journalist as well to go mm -hmm. with them. And they go to Tel Aviv. And they go to the last known address of Shimon. Mm -hmm. And it's not a nice neighborhood. It's not the ghetto by any means, but considering mm -hmm. the lifestyle he's been living, this is very modest. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. His mother, Shimon's mother, walks up as they're knocking on the door. She walks up. She's like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. They're like, we're trying to reach Shimon. Have you talked to him? And she's essentially like, listen, I haven't talked to him since he was 18. He changed his name. He's no longer a Hayut. He's a Leviath. Mm -hmm. Like he's dead to me, essentially. Yeah, basically. Damn, girl. Yeah, it's cold. They go then to the police, the Israeli police, and they see the pictures. They're like, oh, yeah, we know this cat. Yeah. 
He was charged with stealing checks from his employer. He had some other stolen checks, forged checks and fraud and stuff. But before they could actually arrest him, he fled the country. Right. He's been at it for a long time is kind of the gist that you get from that. Yeah. Any leverage he's got, you know, he's he's using any opportunity to con people mm-hmm. and steal. So, yeah. So now we know that they're the same person, right? Right. So when they're looking at Cecilia's American Express receipts, mm-hmm. the journalist can see not only flights that were booked, but names of people who were using those tickets. Mm-hmm. One of those tickets is for Pernilla. So the journalists reach out. And they're like, hey, I'm with this paper. Mm-hmm. We're looking into Simon Leviev for fraud. And he kind of explains everything. Mm-hmm. Pernilla sees it, freaks out, sends it to Simon. Right. And he's like, oh, they're just pumping you for information. Just my enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse, excuse, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then she gets a phone call from the reporter. Erland, yep. Mm-hmm. And he told her everything. Mm-hmm. She tells him everything. Yep. You know, and she's starting to make the connection of, oh, look, Cecilia gave him this money. And then I saw him spending that money the next day. Right. Oh. How those timelines line up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, the money that Cecilia has borrowed doesn't come anywhere near funding that kind of lifestyle. Right. Right. So there's got to be so many more. They realize there's got to be a lot mm-hmm. more. It's a good scam using one person's money to pay for the next person to pay for the next person, you know, just perpetuating yeah, cycle. Yeah, absolutely. In the most horrible of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, well, how about we try to catch him? And she's like, mm-hmm. sweet, I'm in. Funny. I'm going to see him tomorrow yeah. when I fly to meet him and pick mm-hmm. up a watch, right? So the journalists need to travel to Munich, which is where she has a ticket to go mm-hmm. meet him. And they need to get tickets like that day to fly the next the next yeah. day. Those aren't cheap, even when you're just going from state to state, as it mm-hmm. were. And I'm amazed that the newspaper has such a good budget. I'm just very impressed by that because thought the written word was dead. So, well, I mean, in this case, they don't really go into it, but I, I believe you. Like, I, what a sell that must have been to the editor, right? right? <laughs> Got to go catch a dude. Just give yeah. us the tickets, yeah. Right. So the goal here was just for the newspaper. It wasn't like to confront mm-hmm. him really or anything, but just to prove to the police that he can be found. Mm-hmm. He can be caught because that's part of the problem is he moves around so much. Yeah. And the police seem not terribly interested. Mm -hmm. Right. They're hesitant to put forth much effort. Yeah. So, you know, Pramila, Pernilla, if I call her Pramila one more time, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) Pernilla, you know, she's worried that Simon's going to find out what she's doing because no one really knows how dangerous he is. Mm -hmm. He talks a good game. He might be very dangerous. I mean, Peter's a very large person freakishly large indeed so they get cameras set up kind of try to keep a distance they're across the street Mm -hmm. trying to take pictures seeing him when he comes out she was meeting him at this fancy restaurant Mm -hmm. of course and she's talking about sitting down and he's just ordering food and food and food and all this food keeps coming in she's like i could hardly eat because who's paying for this right it's not him yeah and so i mean as a person who's been scammed i mean she knows now Mm -hmm. what what the jig is up right so Right. I think that would give you really interesting perspective on, I don't know, just how slimy that feels. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, she talks about, 
you know, going to these restaurants in several places with him and they're all like, hey, you know, the staff all know him. Mm -hmm. And so I think, again, that helps bolster his facade of being a high roller. Right. So I think now she kind of sees it in a whole new light, like how shady and gross it really is. Yeah. So. It is. Yeah. They step outside after eating, but Simon sees the camera, mm -hmm. right? Just happens to get the right angle or the flash sure. or something and he sees it. Freaks mm -hmm. out. They all jump in the car, including Pernilla. They shove her in the car. They're driving through Munich like they're Jason fucking born. <laughs> and yes. it just seems terrifying just to watch. Like, that's real life. Like, the other is a stage movie. People are safe. Right. And she's terrified, right? But she's like, hey, are they after me too? Are they just after you? And he's like, they're just after me. Don't worry about it. So she's like, all right, sweet. Mm -hmm. Can you let right. me out? So he gave her the watch while they were at the restaurant. Which was part mm -hmm. of her to do, but yeah, she's she mentions like she's terrified, but she knows she can't let on, so mm -hmm. she's playing a part to try to get herself out of this really dangerous situation. Right? They at a stop allow her mm -hmm. to get out. She's like never gotten out of a car faster. Yeah. The, the reporters realize they obviously can't confront mm -hmm. him. They kind of pack up their stuff. They go back and they'll regroup, figure out where sure. to go from yeah, there. Absolutely. Right. So she takes the watch to a jeweler. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Yeah, it's fake. Of course mm -hmm. it is. So she calls Simon. Here's the thing is at this point, she just wants to confront yep. him. Mm -hmm. Right. So she calls him. The reporters are listening in. And she's just like, Simon, just tell me the yeah. truth. What do you mean? What do you mean the truth? Oh, like, my enemies. It my all. enemies. I mean, he really, mm -hmm. he's really dying on this hill. He wants. And so she's like, mm -hmm. look, I know about the money. I know about everything else. I know about the women. And then, mm -hmm. you know, he's still as exuberant and, you know, but now his message has changed, right? Instead of like, what are you talking about? I'm just, now it's, I will crush you. You will rue the day. You don't want to be mm -hmm. my enemy. And now you've brought this all on yourself, yada, yada. Yeah. It'll, you rest your life and you will be ruined. She's like, you already ruined right. the rest of my life. Look how much money you took from me. And he's like, oh, it'll be more right, than money. You'll pay with more than money. And then he says the line mm -hmm. to every action there is, there's going to be a reaction. <sighs> Good one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure it's terrifying though, to hear yeah. some rando screaming that at you on the phone. I mean, this is the reaction to his action. I, I agree. Yes. <laughs> this is what he created. <laughs> yeah. He's just a douche. Yeah. More threats coming her way. Yep. Mm -hmm. Once the article comes out, so VG prints this article mm -hmm. and they print, it's online. It actually goes a lot farther than I would think it yeah. would, right? But they have a lot of the text, the, I think if it's online, you know, they have links to like mm -hmm. the videos, the pictures, all the stuff from Cecilia. Yeah. And it's crazy because first of all, people on the internet are fucking horrible, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They'll talk about, oh, women are so gullible. Oh, they only saw him for his money. They deserved it. Yeah. They're gold Who diggers. Who would be so stupid, you know, and all that. So it's just like, oh. Right. Yeah. However, it wasn't all bad. There were a lot of people who were like, right. that's horrible. I can't believe it. You know, he deserves to be mm -hmm. prosecuted or whatever. So, I mean, like, they did have some allies. There were some people who kind of saw mm -hmm. beyond the initial stuff. And I really have to say that I think Cecilia is super brave for putting herself out in this yes. way. And Pernilla, too. Mm -hmm. But I think for Cecilia, it was probably a little bit different because she was a, you know, she considered herself a girlfriend. I mean, she's really putting some personal right. stuff out there. Yes. The goal was, she had said, hopefully now, anytime mm -hmm. someone Googles his name, they're not going to see, oh, part of the Leviathan mm -hmm. Diamond family. They're going to see this right. article. 
right? This will come up and it will mean that he can't do this to others. So she was sacrificing her peace, her life style, mm-hmm. not her life itself, but just the peace of living to make sure to try to help no one else. Right. This, yeah. Right. And from that article, a lot of other people got in touch with VG. Victims from all over the world calling it men, women, people said that say they hired him as a babysitter yeah. and he stole mm-hmm. checks. It was crazy. Crazy. Yes. I think that they, obviously they knew that this was bigger than, you know, a handful of people, but I think they were shocked at mm-hmm. how much right. this was going down. And it was... I mean, the stories, I mean, I think you've got a better handle on some of that than I did, but, um, you know, he claimed to be a pilot. He, you mm-hmm. know, uh, was in some, a lot of paramilitary stuff and, you know, it was just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's it's really yeah. horribly impressive. So mm-hmm. it is. But even with the article, mm-hmm. even with people reporting him in seven different countries, mm-hmm. he had people, I would say warrants out for him to a certain extent. He's still free. Yeah, they're hoping that the article puts some pressure on the police to kind of come mm-hmm. after him. But even after they've gone on talk shows all over the place, there's news stories everywhere. This is, I don't know, just a monster article. It's still right. not followed up on in the way that you're hoping it will. No. But this is where we meet Eileen Charlotte. Yeah. Fucking love this girl. I do too. Love her. Yeah. So she's at the airport. She's getting rid of, she was visiting her boyfriend. She's flying mm-hmm. home. She's on her, she gets on her phone and she sees her boyfriend's face in an article, yeah. which she then sends to her boyfriend right before turning her phone on airplane mode because she's going to take off. Right. Yeah. Cause <laughs> she says he almost immediately responds, like tries to call her, but mm-hmm. she's, you know, well, I, I got to go radio silent here for a hot minute. While she's mm-hmm. on this, she says it's a short flight, right? But she had some uninterrupted time to kind of unpack all of this, right? Yeah, without him in her ear. Yes, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yep, skewing her viewpoint. Yeah, absolutely. So she sees the article on Simon, who was mm-hmm. also her boyfriend, yeah, and had been for fourteen months. Yeah, that's bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. So she sees. The text messages, she's like, it mirrors my relationship. Yeah. When she's looking at what Cecilia was getting written and her and then Eileen's text, they're identical. The, and the videos, videos are the same. It's the same video. Like he, like he probably filmed 10 at a time and mm-hmm. like just changed the name every time and sent it out. Yeah. It's yeah. so horrible. Right. And she says the dates of trips that he went on. We're lining up with Cecilia's timelines and there were some mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, babe, I'm so tired. And she's like, yeah, I bet you are. You were up all night with Cecilia. <laughs> you know what Bone I mean? Boning someone else, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, at the same time, Cecilia's looking for apartments in London. We have Eileen looking for apartments in Amsterdam where she lives. Yeah. So it's everything's the same with the exception of Eileen's timeline is much longer. Right. Than the rest right. Of them. Yeah. So but they were a lot more established, which we've kind of talked a little bit about, like, why? Why was that? Now, right. she did give him some money, so he was bilking her mm-hmm. also, not quite as much mm-hmm. as Cecilia, but still, I mean, there was that aspect to it as well. Right. Not as much as Cecilia, but still $140,000. I'd like to have yeah. $140,000. Right. But for her, she said it started small, right? Mm-hmm. It started with, oh, uh, could you grab these SIM cards for me? Which I think is so weird. 
right? Whereas the other ones, he just went balls deep right away. He was like, that's it. Give right. me all your money, right? Mm. Yeah, it's interesting how it was just a slower timeline. Yeah, so she finds Pernilla on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then I wrote the best sentence ever. She about to turn them tables. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, would she, let's say that when she landed, mm-hmm. all of these messages from Simon, of course, are like, right. oh, the article's fake. It's just my enemies. Cecilia and Pernilla were paid. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. God, it's amazing. How exhausting to have to keep doing that. Right. And then I, I kind of really feel for her because she said in that short flight, her life fell apart because she, yeah. you know, she loved this guy. She was committed to him and she finds out mm-hmm. that he's a fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she has to make a decision. What is she going to do? So she kind of plays along. She's like, I want to figure out a way to get my money back. Mm-hmm. Keep your enemies closer, right? Yeah. Yep. And he's still asking for money. So now he can't get anyone on Tinder, right? Because the articles, yeah. Yeah. he can't, he's lost his cash flow. Mm-hmm. And he's sending her pictures of staying in hostels, eating leftovers. <laughs> I oh, think that eating leftovers right. was my favorite. Like, oh, how tragic for you. <laughs> right? Just the worst. <laughs> well, I mean, survive. basic human condition. If you're lucky <laughs> to have, you know, enough to have right? leftover leftovers. food. Like, Jesus, dude. And so asking her for money. He's asking her to sell her house, to sell her car, car to give yeah. him money. Yeah. That pushed me right over the Could your parents edge. do something? I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. What man asks for his girlfriend's parents to do some shit for him? I don't know. But if Declan came to me at some point in time and was like, listen, mom, my <laughs> my girlfriend over here needs some money. I'm just going to laugh. No, I mean, sorry. Like, don't we all, sister? You know? <laughs> right? Solidarity. Get a right? job. And so she happens to work in the high fashion industry. And she realizes, or it occurs to her that everything that he wears is brand name, sunglasses, hats, watches, clothes, shoes, everything, super high fashion, expensive, really ugly. A lot of the times. Yes. I mean, that's what I maintain through this whole thing. He looks like an old lady's couch. (laughs) It's God awful. (laughs) It's just gaudy. And so also I, I would like to put out in the world that it's, a size too small. Yes. It just yes. looks unflattering. So. And uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which is the bigger sin in my opinion. I totally agree. It's just not flattering on this dude. And like I said, I, in this, in this case, if I saw these pictures, I was like, oh no, I can't, I don't want to be with a man that's more high maintenance than me. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If it takes you longer to get ready to go out than it does me. Then we guys just. Right. Now, I will say he did ha- he did have a pretty good sunglasses game, and I can get behind that. Yes. I do like me a good sunglasses. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So her idea then, she tells Simon, hey, he needs money. He can't get money. Mm-hmm. She's not going to sell her car or house. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, why don't I sell these clothes for you? He knows she works in the industry. Mm-hmm. She could get good money for them. She's like, I'll sell these clothes and give you the money. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So she flies to go see simon mm-hmm. in prague mm-hmm. right yep she goes out there they hang out he wants to go to the to plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> that's where i go on all my dates too yeah he tells the plastic surgeon he wants like new cheekbones new jaw new nose new mm-hmm. everything and the plastic surgeon's like no i'm not gonna do that because only right. criminals want that and eileen almost chokes in her water mm-hmm. because she's like Obviously trying to play it cool, like not, 
Um, <laughs> not trying to again let on that she's kind of over it and she's you know kind of trying to scam the mm-hmm. scammer. Yep. Do you think she just looked at the doctor and touched her nose? Like, mm. <laughs> I think she made eye contact with no one because um, <laughs> if it were me, I mean, eye contact is when I like burst into girl like giggles yeah. and I couldn't yeah. hold it together. Mm-hmm. So she plays it off. They go to dinner. They go spend the night together, but she said, thank God he didn't make a move on her. And the right. way she says it is so funny. She's like, thank God he didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, because at that point she's disgusted, right? right? She's gotten past the, oh my God, this was someone I love to mm-hmm. this motherfucker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, girl. We're I right like there that with too. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she leaves in the morning. She has three huge suitcases full of his clothes mm-hmm. that he does not help her carry out take to the car anything right he's a gentleman like he doesn't that. want to break a nail uh, no yeah Mm-mm. and then he gives her a letter to read on the plane mm-hmm. and she has the letter in the documentary which she then reads to us and it looks like a first grader wrote it yeah it sounds like a first grader wrote it too honestly. oh absolutely and it's you're the one for me i want to have you you know i want to have your babies that's not oh your right, babies but, yeah <laughs> it but, works for me <laughs> right I don't know. It's just pandering really is really all it is. And she knows that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she gets back to wherever she's, you know, wherever her uh, studio is. And I say studio because then it shows her or someone ironing a bunch of fancy clothes. And I'm like, what's that? What's that all about? <laughs> I'm a wash and wear girl. I will not. I mean, like, I guess a gun to my head, I could do it, but uh, it's not my jam. I think um, if you spend that much money for clothes, you're like, I want them to look the best they can possibly look right yeah you don't want the dog hair all over them and whatever oh i'm out yeah me too so and then she starts to sell stuff on ebay um Mm -hmm. so she's putting the good stuff up on ebay uh she gets great response she Mm -hmm. does say that she knows that it's not going to sell for the kind of money that he paid for it or the kind of money that's going to recoup all of her losses however I think it was pretty fucking satisfying mm-hmm. and she plays along for a little bit, but eventually he figures out that she's not going to give him that money. It's been a couple of weeks right. and he starts the messages. I need that money. I need that fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to be homeless tomorrow. Where's my fucking money. And then the next message, he'll be like, Oh, I love you. Kisses. I'm so sorry. You know? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's, it is an abusive relationship played out via voicemail is what it is. Right. You suck. You're a bitch. You're a C unit. You're every word I can think of. Yeah. You're horrible. I'm going to kill you. And the next one is like, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Right. I love I you. I love you. Kisses Please help me. me. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just really in a bad place emotionally. Like it's, you can just mm-hmm. see him. You could just, you can hear him spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> yeah. Again. So satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She does say that she kind of enjoyed Oh, yeah. Hearing him spiral. Mm -hmm. So at one point he says he needs to go to Greece. And Mm -hmm. she's like, why? And he's Mm -hmm. like, to fix stuff. Mm -hmm. And she responded. And when she responded, he didn't respond. He didn't read it. He didn't get it. Right. Mm -hmm. She knew that he was already on a flight. Right. Because otherwise he's always got his phone. He's always going to respond. Yes. She knows his patterns. So Mm -hmm. she can kind of tell something's up. And with context, she figured out that he's on a flight. So she goes to the interwebs mm-hmm. she figures out what flight mm-hmm. she lets the authorities know because he's a wanted wanted man mm-hmm. well she also let them know his new alias because yes. he had a credit card sent mm-hmm. to her house with a new fun alias mm-hmm. so she knew what his name was and mm-hmm. what he was using and they were able to arrest him interpol arrested him yep that's satisfying it was pretty awesome 
He goes on trial. He's convicted. He's sentenced to 15 months. Right. Because this is for the crimes committed in Israel. In Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Just those. 15 months. He serves five months mm-hmm. and he's released. Mm-hmm. But by God, you can't keep him down. No. He now has a website offering personal and business success workshops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for for the small fee of $311. Right. So the documentary kind of shows at the end that, of course, he can't stay off social media. So it's back to all the cars. It's back to all the shoe shopping and just, I don't know, materialistic bullshit that he's always been all about. He's dating an Israeli mm-hmm. model. He's mm-hmm. living this lavish lifestyle. They show a video of him giving her a car. And I'm not talking about a cheap ass Pinto. I'm talking about like some car Ferrari. you've never heard of. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's he's back in his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing what we don't really know. I'd love to know what that girlfriend's perspective is on this. Like all those other stupid girls, but he's mm-hmm. different with me. He's changed. I assume. It's totally different. Yeah. Right. Well, they yeah. say Paulina did split up with him once she found out he was cheating on her. Yeah. They say that the bodyguard, Peter, and the business partner, Abishay, mm-hmm. they've never been charged with any illegal activity. Mm-hmm. He's not been charged with anything else, any other fraud. Right. The mother of Simon's child denies any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Again, she could probably justify it to herself when you have a kid, I guess. And yeah, Simon has no connection to the actual Leviathan family. <laughs> right the diamonds right yeah it's been some interesting stuff about him since this came out like i saw a thing that he did an interview with inside edition i wish i thought to watch it oh yeah i mean they asked him to be part of this documentary Mm -hmm. and he was like he sent a voicemail saying essentially i'm gonna sue the fuck out of you right like your pockets are bigger than netflix sure Uh (laughs) it's just I don't know. I think I'd like to think that, okay, that article did some good and it slowed mm-hmm. him down for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. But it dies down. People forget. I think Netflix is probably a little bit bigger than that newspaper. And so hopefully this is much more widespread. Right. And it really kind of shuts him down for good. You hope that it, what really happens out of all this is people are just a little bit more skeptical, at least women. Yeah, hopefully. I think the thing that really set me off during this whole thing was that there's no comeuppance for this dude. I mean, like, right. it's almost like this is a white collar crime, right? Mm-hmm. Probably not prosecuted well in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I think because the crimes are mostly against women, it's even less so. And that's right. so infuriating. Yeah. There's some question whether it was illegal at all, right? right. So he was borrowing money from mm-hmm. friends and girlfriends. He never had credit cards in his own name. They right. were in their name. Mm-hmm. They voluntarily gave him that money. Now, mm-hmm. they gave it to him with the understanding that it would be paid back. That, to me, is fraud. Mm-hmm. They gave it to him understanding that he was a billionaire's son and mm-hmm. living that lifestyle. That was fraud. And they gave it to him out of fear for his life, which was also fraud. So I yeah. think you can justify the fraud angle, but... Yeah, I think that the, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a couple of times with some people at work who knew we were doing this documentary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, then the question came up, it was really kind of twofold. Was this illegal? And I say, when you scare people, like I am in danger, you are in danger. I need mm-hmm. this money to protect myself. To me, that takes on a criminal element. I'm not a lawyer. Right. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> but I just, to me, that's sort of a... A step beyond, I don't know, just regular fraud. I, I just, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. that danger angle really kind of ups the ante, in my meager opinion. And the second big thing was 
how do we feel about these girls? I mean, do they have culpability really in this? I think they have some responsibility, yep. but I think they're the ones being punished for all of it. Yeah. And he's taking none of it. Right. So I think they've accepted their part and their responsibility. Mm-hmm. He needs to accept his, but he's not because that's his lifestyle. Right. Well, I mean, he's been so successful avoiding it up to this point. And I mean, I think mm-hmm. that these are the people that just go down with the ship, right? Like, right. They've convinced themselves that somehow they deserve this and everybody else, like, you know, I'm just taking mm-hmm. what's mine, right? This kind of mentality. Right. I don't know. I just, I want to think that because these women went public, somehow they'll get an opportunity that will make them whole again. Here's the other thing. If there's a criminal investigation into the fraud, mm-hmm. they are no longer maybe as liable for that debt, right? Well, I'm hoping so. I think that there are other ways that this guy could get prosecuted. I mean, if you stole checks, you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's cut and dry, I guess. It is. I say go the, the Al Capone route, tax evasion. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's really interesting because maybe it's a jurisdictional issue. It could be lots of stuff because he was all over the place. But mm-hmm. with this level of recognition of this scam, I just can't imagine that there's not a politician somewhere who wouldn't benefit from bringing this guy to justice. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I don't know. And this is where I announce my campaign for. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would totally vote for you. Right. Yeah. You're like, I love her. She never tucks any shirts in. It's great. It's amazing. Right? She can braid hair better than anybody. That's what I want to see in my politicians. Oh, see, thanks for recognizing my unique skill sets. <laughs> I'm very smiley. I bring treats to all the meetings. So True. I like to think I've got some good things going. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Well, it's a tough one, but so good. I know. Lift up your fellow sisters. You know what I mean? Like, take care of one another. If you know some shit about some sketch dude then we all should know right don't sit in the car and talk shit to get her to fall for the shit that you fell for <laughs> right. that doesn't make you a, a good person right i mean what kind of example is that to set for your kid mm, for your daughter yeah. you know yeah Ugh. all right so let's move on to something more upbeat that's not true it's not more it's upbeat, not but... upbeat at all <laughs> what are we doing next week Aaron? we're gonna do bikram yoga well Bikram Yogi Guru Predator, right? There you go. Um, this is a Netflix pick. Um, a little shorter at an hour and 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've seen it once. I can't, I don't want to no. talk about it. I mean, I do. I oh so my God, there's so many things. It. But this is the closest thing to a cult documentary that we've had yet. And I, <laughs> oh, cults are my favorites. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, let's talk about, we'd really appreciate Anyone that would rate, review, and subscribe, we're always looking to uh, bring more people into mm-hmm. the fold so they can hear our opinions and whatnot. Definitely the whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. You can find us at Go Dock Yourself at um, Twitter and Instagram. And so, uh, yeah, that's it for me. I'm going to, uh, I feel like a little wiser after this one. At least I like to think so. Agreed. Yeah. If I'm ever back on the dating market, I know what to look for. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Can't wait for all the Richard picks. It'll be super fun. On that note, we will talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Laters. Bye.